sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome back to Topanga Moon Podcast. How is everyone doing? Are you also loving the start of Gemini season? (laughs) As a double Gemini, this is obviously my favorite time of year and the season I thrive in. It's also almost summer and I just get so lit up by those like longer summer days, the sunshine I just love creating outside and being in the warmth. I also started um, a little patio garden and it's been such a cool exploration. I really can't believe I hadn't really gotten into gardening until now. I did help my boyfriend's father out with his garden a couple summers ago. So I started to get into it, but I felt really called to growing flowers. I just love flowers. I just wanted to have this beautiful patio garden with raised garden beds and all the different flowers um, that I love and it's been such a cool learning experience Um, I accidentally bought a foxglove flower and I bought it because I was like wow the photos are so beautiful and I didn't really know much about it and then I and I after planting it, I found out how poisonous it is and to just like, you can get really dangerously sick from eating it. So I freaked out. I pulled it out and (laughs) I really need to put it in another container. But, um, yeah, these are just things that I'm learning about plants and speaking of the power of plants and wow, plants are just so amazing, so medicinal, so powerful. So this couldn't be a better time to have this beautiful conversation with the earth goddess Shelby. She is the creator of Fae, Earth to Body. We were connected through our mutual friend, Anetta, and their brands really have um, similar missions where Earth or Fae works with hemp as a CBD and flower essence infused oil and Annetta's brand Nusha works with hemp in the fashion industry. So I was just so thrilled when I was connected with Shelby and just to hear her story. We discussed so much about her upbringing as she found safety in the sagebrush and has a deep connection to nature throughout her whole life. I really loved that journey she takes us on, speaking about her early years with the sagebrush and just the beautiful work that she started to do, the healing work that she was doing and really holding space for people in their own healing journey, um, using her like gorgeous mother energy how she was inspired to create Fey Earth to Body, something she needed and seeing the profound effects of intuitive farming and holistic practices and organic hemp growing and how the hemp plant has a really incredible and profound effect on the body. And I can't wait for you to hear the wild story that she shares about what happened to her farm and how she had to fully surrender into trust and find the love and really give everything to cultivating this farm. Um, The story is, is really crazy and it's such a beautiful metaphor for life. So I'll wait to share more (laughs) until you hear it on today's podcast episode. And we also talk about the different flower essences 
how she chooses the flowers that she works with for her different blends, the endocannabinoid system, the amazing benefits and love found within community and cultivating community and just how special that is for Faye. Tonifying herbs, herbs that work really beautifully together and synergistically, working in cycles and with the cosmos and also the mother wound and so much more. I am so honored to have her wisdom and grace and just earth loving energy on this podcast and you will learn so much and truly find gratitude for the hemp plant and its magic after hearing this episode. So with that, I'm so excited to have Shelby on Topanga Moon Podcast. I am joined by Shelby. She is the visionary and creator of Fay Earth to Body, which is this incredible, beautiful CBD infused with flower essence oil brand. I'm so happy to have you here. This is going to be really beautiful. I'm so grateful to be here. And just in listening to Topanga Moon, your voice and presence is so soothing. And oh. the way that you're holding space and in the conversations you're having, it it brings me peace in, you know, my physical, energetic, subtle, emotional body. So I feel blessed to be here with you. I love that so much. I know we've already connected um, on our little pre-chat and we have so much <laughs> in common, I feel like. And yes. it's going to be amazing. Um, but yeah, thank you for that. That's so special to hear. And like I always tell people and kind of in my little intro when I do my emails is like, I just love to have a conversation like we're just two old friends out in nature. I always like remember like epic road trips or camping trips where you're sitting with your friends around a campfire, you're looking at the stars and that's where you're like, wow, let's like this concept or this about the universe, like it's always these beautiful organic conversations. And I've always felt like I wanted to infuse that into a podcast form. And yeah, so I think you're doing do it. Today. So let's I'm excited. to. Yeah, let's start this from the beginning of the universe. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Let's start from mm -hmm. the beginning with your story. Um, where did you grow up? Where? What was your upbringing like? And also, what were the pivotal moments, the, the kind of journey that led you to creating this beautiful brand and really those like, you know, those, um, I call them the breadcrumbs along the way that really like guided us to that moment of, you know, birthing this new creation into the world. So I'd love to hear the journey that you took to, got, to get there. Yes. I grew up in a rural part of Oregon in the desert. And so I was surrounded by- There's like a desert in Oregon? Yes. This is so funny. My boyfriend and I were talking about this yesterday. The Portlanders on the other side of the mountains coming over to this side of Oregon is just tremendously different. We have the evergreen trees and the sagebrush and- the soil is just so much different. Yeah. And yes, so I grew up surrounded by sagebrush and surrounded by juniper trees in the country. And my community was primarily like a ranching community. Um, and my parents were very outdoorsy. So we were always going on walks and mountain bike rides and they really challenged me in the outdoors which has led to my affinity for kind of ex extreme sports like mountain biking and snowboarding and just really meeting my edge in nature it's my favorite that. thing yeah it it has brought about in my more mature adult life a lot of mindfulness because I have to be so present in those sports especially as I learned them. Oh, yeah, I can totally feel that. And I never, I never thought about it in that way of like the extreme presence when you're doing something like an extreme sport, because like every, every moment is so important in that. Yeah. You have to be fully present. So you don't 
end up somewhere you don't want to be potentially and really in your body, which is so beautiful. And as I work with Faye and the plants, it all just comes full circle in that way um, because it's bringing people back to their body. But I can further kind of expand upon my upbringing and we can get into the plant medicine piece as we move along. But I, lovely enough, um, was raised in a home where things, and we can get into this, but this is very much um, a part of the Faye story. And my mother had an emotional dysregulation going on. And I have so much compassion for her because whether it be genetic or um, environmental, I had taken on some of that. And it's a part of the antithesis of me creating Faye was very an emotional place. And we'll move into that again. But having that relationship with my mother that was fairly tumultuous, there was a lot of love, but also a lot of fear. And in those places as a child, you're just looking for safety. And I found so much safety. I can just envision um, like a bush, a sagebrush bush, just sitting in it, like this particular one that I just used to go to and sit in it. And I, and there's so many memories that I have of walking to school and I used to love to jog. I'm sure it was so funny for the neighbors to see, see this like nine-year-old girl just on a jog through the sagebrush. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is she doing? And so I would say that that's a very symbolic image of my life is me in nature doing something weird, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my favorite place to be. And it has, it, it's just a thread common thread throughout my life. I went into international development post university and worked in the field of um, helping adolescent girls and the empowerment of adolescent girls um, in major areas where there is a lot of issues going on and I don't want to speak too much to that so I'm I'm um kind of hesitant because it's it I'm so passionate about it and maybe yeah. that's coming through right now um but I left and I came back to the nature that I was born in and I was in that more lush environment but my body was calling me back to almost the 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 sagebrush and the juniper and the place that really felt like home and mm. natural in my body. So I came back to the high desert and I'm in Bend now. Next, we live next to the mountains and I started a bodywork practice. Um, I've always been very um, sensitive in my body as well. And mm. I wanted to help people directly. So rather than kind of um, having this relationship from overseas, I wanted to look the people I was helping directly in the eye and help Mm. them physically. And especially coming back to that emotional regulation piece within their nervous system to put their phone down for an hour and a half, have a conversation and let someone hold them. And really this maternal nurturing Mm. part of myself started to come out that I had never really experienced before. And I knew that was um, just a part of my true nature and a part of my path moving forward. And so I spent nearly a decade in, in doing that work. Wow. And we got into the energetic, some visionary craniosacral work, which is very much about um, letting go of any agenda, mm-hmm. just sitting, focusing, finding the still point and the point of presence and allowing the healing to unfold because it's within our body. 
and it's within allowing someone to witness you and hold that space. Mm. Those concepts just, I had a mentor at the time who was a visionary. She's amazing. I mean, let's talk about like Mother Mary energy. She Mm. is it. And she was just guiding me on this very intuitive, this path to my own deep intuition. And so I moved into this kind of work to witness people not have an agenda and just cultivate love in those rooms. And that has led me to Faye. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. so beautiful because it just feels like there was that through line of your Dharma connected to those early years and just knowing that you had to be part of, you know, healing within the mother wound line. And we can get into that. Also, Mm -hmm. I love the piece that you're talking about as being like a witness to the healing, because I really believe, and I, I, I think that we all have, like our bodies are made to be in healing states Mm -hmm. and it's just about allowing the healing to take place. So I think that's so beautiful that you recognize that through your work and we're able to implement it and then using your dharma throughout mm-hmm. that whole process which then leads you to creating this brand yes still to this day and this moment and even this conversation as we had talked about before i really love there is there is wisdom and knowledge and i love reading scientific journal articles and I love reading books and as well remaining open to the knowledge that is already in our body that Mm. is already in our soul that wants to come through it is priority for me so the more I can become mindful the more and not more but um that's why Faye is so important to me because the more I can calm my nervous system, the better I can hear these messages and feel this wisdom come through. And it doesn't come through in words. Mm. It comes through for me in feelings and then those feelings in connection with others. And whether that be a rock, because we're learning about how rocks have feelings, plants have feelings, everything has energy. And is full of life and holds wisdom. And I, we're so bombarded, not to use that word. I think we're given this beautiful opportunity to discern now, Mm -hmm. especially post COVID, Mm -hmm. all of this information we could see through so much um, potential, just ideas that were in I want to use a Spanish word in contradiction to one another. Mm -hmm. And I think what the beautiful opportunity we've been given now is, wow. Okay. I have this information. How do I feel about Mm. this? What resonates in my body? And I think that that is the true gift that the more recent years, one of the, the best gifts, the more recent years have given us. I couldn't agree more. And it's this idea that we're constantly being um, taken away from our own intuition, right? And that's really what it is. It's like all these distractions, all this noise, all of these things that are constantly in our sphere to take us away from the most beautiful, most powerful thing that we all have, which is our intuition and our, our knowing. And I feel like all of your work is allowing people to recognize their own knowing. So whether it be your brand, which allow somebody to, like you said, regulate their nervous system so that you can be like a conduit for the knowing. You can have those beautiful, you know, insights and moments of just knowing your own truth. And that is the most important thing and the best thing to guide us in every single moment. And I think the more that we can get people to do that, the more that we're going to bring more beauty to this planet and more healing to this planet. Because that's really like the through line of it all. So mm-hmm. I would love to hear more about the actual creation process of mm-hmm. Faye. 
-hmm. what was the initial inspiration behind it? And how did you go about creating like, it's such a beautiful brand. I can't wait for people to see it if they haven't. It's just the aesthetics, everything around it. It just brings me so much joy to see. So yeah, I would love to hear more about it. At um, the time that I created Faye, I had been through, and I didn't explain this to you before, um, a, a very interesting moment. I I was at a, um, I'm feeling called to share this story actually, and it's very personal. Okay. So I, I was at an ashram and I had been with my daughter's father for a relatively short period of time. And yes, it was my 30th birthday. My heart is beating fast. It's beautiful. Um, and I have really been developing my connection to the Divine Mother in a more profound way at this time. And I was praying at the ashram in the morning to, at the Temple of the Divine Mother. And I said, I'm merely an instrument for your work. And I, I'm still working with this piece of self-sacrifice and being an instrument. So this is something I'm toying with on the regular. Um, but I spoke those words and then I met my daughter's father at Mount Shasta. And um, I was pregnant with my daughter that day. And wow. Yeah, I decided to... Um, even though the circumstances were not necessarily, you know, would have brought and did bring up more challenge than um, some situations, I knew that this life had to come through. And this was my decision in moving forward. And my reverence for life really, um, I would say, deepened in that moment because I had to have faith and knowing and really work with some of them, the more traumatic parts of myself that needed to be integrated and to make this choice to grow and create life. So I was really feeling through this period in time, all of this instantaneous growth of becoming a mother um, in a, a more surprising way to be on this almost fast track and I saw life and death in a very interesting way mm -hmm. and I remember the moment when I chose to move forward I said I'm choosing love and I'm not choosing fear and so in those deep dark moments I I remember that moment and I remember choosing love in one of the most fearful moments I've had and so in that, um, I was in the process of becoming a mother and Joel and I had a beautiful relationship. He's such a wonderful, magical man. And he has this very profound connection with the earth and with plant life and a reverence for it that is um, very honorable mm -hmm. the way that he consumes is he's always has the earth in mind when he uses products he has the earth in mind yeah and there are no chemicals going on in in his world and he also believes that what he intakes as I do is going to have an effect on your outer plane and what you have to offer yeah. and so regard we made a decision together that was like this is our this is our past our path of biggest growth and it may be scary but we're gonna do it and it's beautiful now we co-parent we're not together and we have such a wonderful relationship but my my path into the plant world was really opened by him mm. we, it was like a portal opening oh again. my gosh again again yeah. because you had that connection when you were younger and it was like back to your dharma piece of you need to work with the energy of mother nature 
mm-hmm. and be the mother conduit of working with that energy. Yeah, yeah. And to see his, this is a great example. We started a hemp farm post all of the regulations changing Mm -hmm. and the opportunity to do this in Central Oregon, where there were quite a few, not as many now, as we know that um, hemp farming has had its almost demise, um, which we experienced firsthand. Um, So yeah, I got, this is my favorite example of, of Joel. We had this beautiful, beautiful um, hemp field. Let's just imagine it (laughs) with companion plants and biodynamic amendments and everything was just so lush and green and happy. And one day I was driving home from my bodywork office in the afternoon in August and hail started coming down. Mm -hmm. And I live in the high desert. It's common, but this I've never seen huge, you know, balls of hail. I had to pull over. It looked like a blizzard. And I sat there and I was afraid. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening to this field? And many of our neighbors who had plants that weren't quite as as grown um, completely lost their entire crop that day. Wow. Our entire field was shredded. The whole thing, the 40 acres that we had, shredded. And he and I stood out there and Shasta was maybe, I would say, a year old at this point. And we looked at each other. And again, we had this moment of like, okay, here we are. What are we going to choose? We have to choose love. And we had um, someone working with us at the time who was just grief stricken you know, like very emotionally upset by the situation. And, and luckily Joel and I were able to look at each other and say, okay, we can do this. And so we stood out there and we do the spiritual things that help us to feel better, whether or not, you know, they're going into the ethers and we prayed. And the next few days he got some biodynamic amendments going and put his father's ashes in the backpacks and sprayed all of the plants. Wow. I know it's going to make me cry. And the community outpouring, the people coming by, everyone working together, him giving all of these people this recipe. And what came out of it was this beautiful crop with huge flowers because when hemp plants are given more adverse circumstances they come back like crazy if they can wow yeah so that's not the most beautiful metaphor for life I don't know what is exactly yeah so that is and and that fall we were out there we also had crazy freezes so we had to harvest everything which we hand harvest Typically with hemp, you know, it's cut down and then put through a machine and stripped. But we were hand harvesting. It was beautiful. There's like 15 people in the fields with machetes, like day and night under the full moon, just taking down the plants, putting them aside, getting all of the flower, you know, in a separate area, the big leaves in another area. It, it, it yeah, truly just such an awe-inspiring situation to be able to work with the earth and cultivate plants. And so my reverence, that's where we we have a product line called reverence, was um, and and my connection to earth and cultivation. It was my first experience really aside from a garden, cultivating at such a large scale and seeing Joel's trust and connection and his magic with those plants that's unspoken, but energetic people in the community can feel it. I can feel it. It gave me so much trust because also we were given a lot of uncertainty at this time. Um, We had put a lot forward in this investment in, into the hemp and um, 
there was a lot going on. So I was experiencing some postpartum panic, Mm. which I've more recently learned about. And that was also um, part of the inspiration of Faye. It's so funny that you were using the word trust because when you were explaining the story, I kept on having this, um, the word trust come through of, you know, really trusting the earth, you know, you're, you put all your faith, all of your love, you know, at the altar of, of earth and earth provided back for you as it always does, but it needs that really profound trust and faith and that energetic expression of like giving everything that you have as well and that beautiful reciprocity and communion that we have with nature which Mm -hmm. is it's just the most amazing story that was so Mm -hmm. so beautiful Mm -hmm. I loved it I just love the explanation of of the farm and the metaphor and everything about learning trust in that moment so now taking all of this you know, inspiration that you have, you're creating these products for you and mm-hmm. for your community and mm-hmm. knowing that it's something that you really needed. So at the time, was it that you weren't finding products like this that was working for you and you needed to create this for yourself? Can you go into a little bit about the details about the ingredients and why it was so important to um, create your own beautiful brand. Yes. One, I would say I'm all about synchronicity and, (laughs) you know, I'm a Celestian (laughs) prophecy kind of gal. And um, a lot of things led up to the, the knowing that I, I needed to do this. And, and part of that was that I was watching um, farms around us and as well, Luckily, we didn't experience this directly as much, but product was or yields were being taken to large factories and stripped into isolate or and using toxic using toxic materials. And so the the entire, you know, the plant in its entirety with all of these healing properties that are so synergistic and magical were being stripped and i i saw all of these products on the market and was so concerned that when we look at hemp and we have yes such this opportunity to shift our relationship around it especially in the last century right so much has changed and we're we're giving this this entrance point and i wanted and still want to shift the paradigm around this relationship. And that for me really um, lies in maintaining the integrity with the plant itself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I set out to create Faye. And then as well, I knew while I've had this relationship with plants and plant medicine, and I've been studying Ayurveda and herbalism more casually for my own process of healing, I knew I needed to seek someone out to help because um, that was also part of the vision was very much about collaboration and community. So I hired a naturopathic doctor who is now a dear friend of mine, Emily Wiggins. She's a vitalistic naturopathic doctor and I love her perspective. She's so grounded, but also so knowledgeable. Um, her energy is just, it's so stable and yet creative. And so we moved forward to um, create plant medicinals that not only contain hemp and CBD, it, you know, primary, like as the, the opening to plant medicine, but also um, other herbs of the same energetic family in each of the formulations, as well as flower essences for the subtle energetic body. Mm-hmm. I love that. I've actually used flower essences in the past and I've 
had such beautiful experiences from them. How do you select which flowers um, and different plants that you infuse with your oils? Like what is the process? Is it a very intuitive thing? Is it through each specific um, product that you're creating? I would love to hear a little bit more about that. Um. A great example is our most recent blend and um, collection called Transcend. Um, oh, yes. I want to talk about this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the rose involvement here really came into play. We've been talking about creating a meditation blend from mm. the beginning. And it it finally, not finally, it came forward. Um, but when we looked at creating it, we look at each other and we say, okay, how are we doing? How is our community doing? She can reflect upon what her patients are going through at particular moments in time. And there are typically patterns. And um, in her work with herbalism, you know, I, I open myself up to her creativity and um how she blends the herbs. So um, like with the hearth blend, for instance, these are all tonifying herbs. These are herbs that are going to work together in unison. Oh, wow. Sometimes we may see some herbal products that are like, that I have in the past when I didn't, when I hadn't learned as much from her, you know, it's, it's a lot of different herbs that I love in the, in a bottle. And I'm like, this is amazing. And then to learn more from her, we have just leaned upon the simplicity and I'm obsessed with sourcing ingredients from small farms, but we can get into that in a moment. But um, yet they're very simple formulations, hemp, oil, and um, an infusion of three to four herbs that are of going to work together synergistically. And then um, she intuitively works with the flower essences. Yeah. Wow. And, mm -hmm. and then for Transcend specifically, you were saying there's a rose component to this one? Yes. We're expanding. And it's interesting because we're talking about, you know, we're really talking about the mother wound and Mary mother and this energy of mother and so much of that infusing. And I always connect that to Rose energy. Me too. Yeah. The more I've studied it and spent time with it in the last year, a lot of, as you mentioned, this Rose piece is coming up for me personally in a huge way in, as I connect more to, like you said, the mother Mary, the divine, Mm -hmm. mother mother earth um and it's just it you kind of see it in maybe some of my instagram posts the expression that it has the highest vibration of amongst yep. plant life even amongst gems and it's quite high in comparison to the one fall you know the plants following and so I love plant energetics and, mm -hmm. and watching them, you know, we can, like we were talking earlier, we can conceptualize and read and study and know potentially, okay, this plant, this is why I love vitalistic naturopathy um, because it, we're talking about um, something that is outside of like a band-aid approach like this herb is going to do you know pharmacological ideas this plant is going to do this for this mm -hmm. and that's really sometimes I've had um people that I've worked with in the business that have told me like you shouldn't name your blend Estrella because people aren't going to know what that means and I'm like well I can't call it a detox blend because there's so much beyond just detoxification that this blend is doing for you. And yeah. I, I am just called to almost name it like we do archetypes, right? I so, love that so much because it's encompassing so much more. Mm -hmm. There's so, there's like this subtle, 
um, even when I was using the flower essences, I was like, yes, it was helping with certain areas, but then there's this other aspect and we're all such unique individuals too, that the way that the plant energy interacts with our energetic bodies is going to be different. And it's going to be what we're needed. Cause I, I also believe when we're called to things, that's when we're needing to work with them. I agree 100%. And that's how I love to also quote unquote market faith. When people are ready for it, yeah, they'll come toward it. And if they have questions, I'm here. But it's an affinity that is beyond the mind that is in the body and the heart. And again, the intuition. I love that so much. And with specifically your blend transcend, yes. what are some of the beautiful benefits that people will start to see, even though everyone will, will have their own individual like experience with it? What is something that you really love about what transcend does? Um, so transcend within it has rose, Hawthorne, um, and then various flower essences, as well as CBD. And what I love about the Hawthorne is that in its almost archetypal form, it is a protector of the heart. And the rose, as well, I, I feel energetically is a protector as well as um, an op it, it opens the heart. And I think for me, um, I can just relate to a lot of layers in my own body, um, shifting and changing into like tuning back into my heart. What is, what are the blocks and barriers that I'm experiencing from my heart and from living a heart centered heart, um, rooted life. And that's what we hope this blend can offer people I love and that. the world in general. Yeah. And I also see it as like the heart is the space where we're mm -hmm. manifesting from, where we're calling in, you know, um, I am like, I'm all air in my chart. Like I have mm -hmm. Gemini, Gemini sun, Gemini moon and Libra rising. So my mind in my mind is really amazing because obviously I was given this, you know, creative, really incredible mind for a reason, but I can get stuck in the mind. So I'm always trying to find ways to get me back into the heart because I don't think we're supposed to be making decisions from the mind and we're not manifesting from the mind. It's all through our heart chakra and that mm -hmm. opening in that portal. So I can see your blend even also assisting in getting really, you know, centered within the heart so you can even know what your desires are, know what you're calling in and really be that opening energetic portal to mm -hmm. what you're, you know, attracting into your life, which is such a beautiful balance. So I really want to get into the community piece about this because I know that's something that me and you really cherish so much within our own communities and how has community really fostered and um, just, you know, brought so much beauty and joy into your brand? And what is that community relationship like for Faye? Mm, this is beautiful. And it's honestly, it's matured as I have matured and as Faye has matured. And I'm using mature in a in a way that it does not shame any part of the process. It, yeah. I've just seen it evolve. Um, collaboration has always been key. Uh, there's a quote that I love that is um, explained like diversity is resilience in action. And I think just like the soil and all of the, the beings and the life in the soil allow diversity and creation and life to flourish um i really wanted to and want to um allow Faye to be this kind of portal for life and i've seen it in so much beauty because there have been more difficult times where i've had to let relationships grow and 
mm-hmm. um, or let's not say grow, I've had to shift and change. And there has been some hurt and pain that I've had to move through in this process. And now I, um, oh gosh, I just, yeah, I would say that it, it's through this honesty and this true connection. I think you and I were talking about your experience with the power of eight, and I would love for you to talk about that but what I would say with yes the the sense of community has changed for me and I more recently became a part of women's support groups through Alcoholics Anonymous Mm -hmm. and and my partner um led me to move into this space and talk about a different experience of community one that is truly profound and humbling and there's so much honesty and there's support like I've never felt in my life that's and so it's, beautiful it is I've seen it through him yeah through the way he expresses to me what support really means without judgment and it's it's just beyond what I I think I could have um really realized before. So what I would say now is that my community through social media and through the people who work with Faye regularly are inspiring me every single day to continue to stay devoted to this relationship and to build um, this brand and work with it and see what comes through. I'm just so inspired. And also like the honesty that is people offer me through their questions, through their experience of real life, like scary, hurtful, shameful, all of it. Like I love holding space for all of it. Mm. It means so much to me. It's so transcendent to experience life in a way when we can see the darkness I can see the darkness in myself and I can see the light in myself and um to see that reflected through my fae the fae community literally it's just it's um it's so life-giving isn't it oh my gosh it creates life it's yeah and I'm so surprised and in awe of it to be honest because it's it's amazing what fae brings forward in people. Yeah. And, and it's they is its own energetic expression, yeah. right? And you are right. the holder and, you know, container holder of that expression and allowing it to move through. And it relies on community, just like earth relies on community. We all rely on community. And I love um, how you were sharing you stepping into these other communities that are really nourishing you and how you're also able to nourish others through this community container. And that really reminds me of what we were talking about, which was the power of eight. Um, This researcher, and there's a book called the power of eight. And basically this researcher through so many studies found that when people are in community and she set it up as, eight people getting together, but you can have five, you can have three and you're putting intention onto one person within the group and you all take your turns. That intention and that energy for healing or for whatever it is that person is, is looking to create is so much stronger. And they have shown like miracles happening within this process. And it just goes to show. And I even, I did a Instagram post about this, about our electromagnetic photons, which are living in community. So we are beings that are meant to be within community and and commune with each other. I mean, we wouldn't be here on this planet together if we weren't, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's such a pivotal, beautiful piece in creating this community and having Faye be the conduit of this profound community relationship where people are coming not only for the product, but it's the energy behind the product and it's the energy of how it's made and how much like 
love and intention, organic farming, intuitive farming that goes into this process and using your own intuition and using your own energy throughout your whole life of, you know, that, that mother energy that we keep going back to. And it's making profound energetic shifts within the people who are receiving it. So it's, it's so beautiful. I see that within the Topanga Moon community as well. It's this, it's this own life that is always like breathing, I'm breathing through it. And sometimes, you know, I have to step away to work on other things, but it's always there being cultivated in a different expression. So uh, I love that so much. And I love how much you found and nourished a community within, within Faye. Mm. It's so beautiful. I think like you said, though, as, as you have to step away and come back and you have these metamorphosis type moments, I feel like I've gone through multiple of those through, you know, as I've um, been mothering this entity, whatever it is, right? And people still come back and support you. And I'm so grateful to the community. Yeah. And then as we look forward, we have so many amazing things that the community has inspired that are being, you know, that are underway right now. I love that. I know that you want to talk about, and I love getting into kind of more of the sciencey stuff as well, but mm-hmm. what does hemp do for our mind? What, what are, what is this? We can even go into like, what is the endocannabinoid system that you talk about on the website, but what are these properties actually doing for our like physical and energetic bodies? Mm. I think that there's a lot to, well, not I think, there is a lot more to learn about this plant. It is so potent and full of medicinal energy. And we, we've just really, and scientists can say this, just brushed the surface as far as research mm-hmm. goes. But what we do know is that all, all beings, um, well, let's say animals, earthworms, insects, have an endocannabinoid system. So endo means inside. So we have this system. And it's just beginning to have been studied in the last few decades. Um, But we are the, we have compounds within our body. And again, this would be like the nervous system, but the endocannabinoid system is the master conductor of all other systems. Mm. And so you can see it, it, um, let's say, I like to use examples here. It's going to divert healing into homeostasis, depending upon what you're going through. So if you have an acute injury, the endocannabinoid system is going to direct almost um, like an ad- a lot of people know about adaptogens in um, energy toward that healing. So if you're primarily experiencing like chronic nervous system issues, the endocannabinoid system is going to divert energy into that system. Um, the issue is that a lot of us are, and I'm going to do, going to have quite a bit more information about this as I'm working with this amazing practitioner who works on the nervous system through soft touch chiropractic work. But I love her, uh, the way she explains how the nervous system works because we're being so bombarded in modern life, as we mentioned, through um, environmental pieces that we're not biologically set up to process. And that is causing chronic stress. And that is causing chronic um, issues that are leading to deficient endocannabinoid systems. And so we aren't creating those internal um, pieces. It's like a a feedback loop. We don't have enough and then it creates more of an imbalance. We can just say, and I don't want to talk about the molecules. I just kind of want to keep it top level here. 
But that's why the phytocannabinoids, which are the cannabinoids coming from the plant, can help to supplement our endocannabinoid system and bring it back into balance so that you can move closer into homeostasis. And if you are working with, let's just say, like um, you were speaking with your friend from Garden State. Garden State Guide, yeah. Yes, from Garden State Guide about... um, Joe Dispenza and neurogenesis and these various pieces and CBD can help in like a multidimensional way in that it helps with systemic inflammation, which is obviously going to help with this neurogenesis piece. And um, they're learning a lot more and we can all connect you with a few articles that are going to explain in depth some more scientific information about um, how it can help with addiction recovery. A lot of these mental pieces, which I've noticed in my Faye community, um, people are more so working with emotional nervous system, energetic um, issues as their primary concern. And so I'm really deep diving into those those concerns for people so they can learn more about what hemp can help them with. Um, yeah. That's amazing. It feels like (laughs) the hemp is nourishing the body to get back to its homeostasis so that the body can regulate the way that it's meant to. And right now it's not because Mm -hmm. of all these external stresses that we were never meant to have so much of this on. Um, when I was growing up, I, I read this incredible book um, mm-hmm. called The Hundred Year Lie. And it's all about the toxins that we get exposed to on a daily basis and that have only been made in the last hundred years that have really depleted our planet and depleted our own systems. This book changed my life because that's when I was first studying science and getting into working in the medical field. And this book was a complete opposite of what I was learning in the medical field, which was really wild. And it was just teaching me how much every little thing that I'm using on my day-to-day basis. So I think of that and he, and he was describing in this book of how we have this like, um, this chemical load that we can contain. So we have, we have, we can take on a certain percentage, but when we go over that percentage, that's when disease starts to come into the body. And I can think about that in the same way as our nervous system regulation of needing that extra support. So now here, this beautiful plant that has also been suppressed, I think, by the powers that be for a really long time because of the knowledge of this and the mm-hmm. sustainable part, because I talked about this with um, with Aneta. And mm-hmm. it's just this beautiful plant that's coming in and assisting us to get back to what our bodies are meant to do. Mm-hmm. And we, they have also, they, I try not to use that term very often, um, we have learned that hemp is one of the mo- oldest or the plants that we potentially cultivated as humans first. Wow. So we have been cohabitating with this plant and potentially ingesting it for a very long time. And it's only been in the last century or so that because of what happened politically, mm-hmm. um, that we haven't had it. And some would argue that we are deficient in it. Wow. So our, um, even livestock was eating it. And so the chickens would be eating it. Then we would be eating the chickens eggs. It was helping. uh, Yeah. We were getting this. It's twofold, right? We were getting these phytocannabinoids and also we weren't getting all of this input from toxins or um, all of the technology that we're being exposed to every moment and all of the time. So yeah, we're focusing on those two things right now. That's so incredible. I mean, it all comes totally full circle. And I mean, I love to talk about kind of cosmic things on this podcast (laughs) as well. (laughs) So I would Mm -hmm. love to know how do you work with 
the cosmic landscape when you're creating your blends, Mm -hmm. when you're working with the plants? Do you do anything like um, by the moon cycles? Like what is that relationship that you have with our kind of cosmic landscape when it comes to Fae? That is such a fun one because my <laughs> my life is just a cosmic reflection. <laughs> and I can't Me too. <laughs> my the mentor I was talking about earlier mentioned to me a long time ago, Shelby, you know why they call them lunatics? Because they're a lunatic. Mm. And I am very cyclical and within my nature, very sensitive just like my mother and her mother before her and many of those in our lineage. So I would say that within my own cycles, I, I intuitively work with the plants when it feels mm. called, when I feel called to be doing the work and when I feel like I need to, to go inward and focus on my self care um, or whatever it is I'm, I'm, I love creating. And for me, creating is, is what we're here to do on this earth. And depending upon how I'm feeling, I can, I can tell what it is I'm supposed to be creating in that moment, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So that's when I work with the plant um, energy and is when it feels right to me, to be honest. It's the intentionality of everything that you do with Faye, which I, you know, I'm such a believer in like the energy that we put in the creation process is what also people feel. And you, and you think about that when people make you like, you know, you're eating your, your mother's meal, like homemade meal, and it completely tastes different and is so much more nourishing than if you go to a restaurant, you know, things like that. It's the, because we are energetic beings and all of our energy is being infused into everything that we do, the intentionality, that connection to the cosmic world, the moving through cycles, the going with the rhythms of nature is so beautiful and important when we're creating. And I love that you create in that way, because I think that that's how we always used to create, right? And it's only in this modern kind of landscape that that's really changed and as you know the reflection of the macro with the micro this fast-paced you know overconsumption kind of landscape that we're in is we're really feeling the effects of it so Mm -hmm. when I meet people who are creating in a way that has so much intention that has so much integrity and so much thoughtfulness and pure love and passion for what they're doing it just like it makes me so happy that mm. that exists and that can be a beacon of inspiration for others to create in that way. So I'm just like it. so grateful for this. Um, I want to, can I mention too something really quickly? Yes, yes, yes. And then we're almost when out of time, so we'll have to wrap up, but yes. Um, when you're talking about this, it's exactly what we're doing right now, but it feels so playful. Yeah. My, when I get to play with the plants and when I get to play with the, the other farms and small businesses that I'm sourcing from, it feels childlike. And there's a part of me that just lights up from the inside. And that's when I choose to work with the plants and, or make some graphic design or make some social media reel. It just very much is dependent upon like, my playful, natural inspiration that is so childlike. Yeah. I love that so much. Do you know what human design you are? Um, I'm a manifester. Oh, okay. So you're here to create. About it. <laughs> you're here to forge your own path and create. <laughs> Running in the sagebrush. Being a I weirdo. love that. <laughs> uh, that's just like your life theme, which is so <laughs> incredible. Um. <laughs> Before we end this beautiful conversation, which I've loved so much, I would love for you to share with the audience where they can find you, what kind of fun upcoming things you have for Faye and all of the beautiful juiciness around your brand. Mm, thank you. 
Yes, you can find us on our website, which is feyearthtobody.com. We're regularly posting journal articles, by we I mean me, that are related to the cosmos as well as emotional pieces that we'll be diving into. And we're expanding upon this transcend blend that has to do with the rose with some exciting botanical myths and cacao is coming into play in the next couple of months, which will be amazing. I love Um, that. That's so connected to the heart chakra. Yes, exactly. I've been taking it in. It's just been calling to me. And I had this amazing conversation with another small company that does everything about it right. So intentional. So we'll be collaborating. And then we have some new skincare stuff coming out full of fats and goodness for your I love oh that's so perfect. I'm here for I'm here for the skincare. I'm here for the for oh, all of it. That's so <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We'll have to have you back because there's so much more to talk about and I'm just There is. <laughs> so thrilled about it all. Me too. Thank you so much for having me and yeah, I love what you're doing for the world and you just inspire me so much too oh my gosh same